You're listening to In Short, a ministry update from Lightbears. How does a residential discipleship ministry run without residential property? That's what we want to address today on our In Short segment of our podcast. I'm joined today with Daniel Bray, who is our campus director at Mississippi State in Starkville, Mississippi. Daniel, what unique aspects does not having property bring with it as we think about leading light bearers at Mississippi State? Yeah, so part of our model is community, which is meant to have students living face-to-face, interacting on a daily basis as a part of um, an apartment or, you know, some guys living together, girls living together. And we really feel like that life-on-life interaction aids in discipleship and helping to grow one another closer to Christ. And um, so not having that, uh, it means that it looks a lot more like a traditional campus ministry. We focus a lot on meeting students, recruiting students, um, and then just kind of exposing them to what Lightbearers is about, particularly our institute class that where we do a survey of the Bible and a survey of theology. And so we kind of let our, our model itself be the, the filter for students that are part of the program. So it, it looks different in that we, we don't have part of it, but in some ways it's made it easier, right? We don't have to worry about staffing and I don't have to worry about um, getting calls in the middle of the night to come fix a plumbing problem or something like that. So it has some benefits. And then as we think about just the community aspect, obviously a lot of Lightbearers community where there is property is, is built around living in residential complexes together, having house meetings. But as you noted, that's going to look different when you don't have property. And so the ministry is going to be gathering in homes. And so uh, what does that community look like, both in its breadth and in its depth? Our students are all living somewhere, right? I right. mean, they, they still have roommates. They still have people that they interact with. So a part of what we've been doing is challenging those students to take those opportunities that they do have to ask very intentional questions for their roommates, you know, genuinely care for their their roommate. Because it, it's so easy to not know what's going on in your roommate's life. And so I think something that can set our students apart is their intentional care for people they share a wall with that they they see on a daily basis or they don't see. It, it takes a lot of intention to care for the people that you live with. And then you've been on campus now for about four years. You've been in this role as the campus director for about that time as well. And so what have been just some unique opportunities that you've had and, and even just some of the fruit that you've seen over the course of that four years? Obviously, you have uh, started out and then COVID hit. Now you're seeing uh, just some really neat growth. Yes, uh, the last four years have absolutely been unique. My first year, just because of how young our our program was at Mississippi State, uh, we were very small. And it was almost kind of a restart that year that I started. And then we had COVID. And so we kind of had to retool everything. Um, But the last few years, even, we're we're still seeing that those small numbers of, of students that we invested in in years one and two are finishing up. They're moving on to other things, but we see the lasting impact that they have had both in the the depths of their biblical understanding, but also their confidence in having conversations uh, about the Bible. I think one of the biggest things that we see is our, our students taking church membership seriously. I've had several pastors comment on 
how our our students um, are markedly different in their intentionality to serve mm-hmm. in the church and to become members of the church even while they're in college. And I, I think that's great. I think it's remarkable. I think it's definitely something that we strive for, that students would understand their level of involvement even while they're in college. Yeah, that's great. And as our broader Light Bears community is listening in, what are some ways that they can continue to pray for the campus and the, and the ministry of Light Bears in Starkville? Uh, just continue to pray for recruiting and and more students um, that are going to be welcomed in to what we're doing. At this point, it's still kind of a surprise to me the the numbers that we have. You know, I've, even in the fall, as we were getting these uh, increasing numbers of students, it's like I don't even know. Uh, everybody that's there. And it was remarkable. And uh, so just continue to pray that that momentum is there, but that also we, we manage it, it well, you know, we're, we're not looking to uh, have something that is just this huge movement. We want to be faithful to every student that shows interest and invest themselves in our ministry. We also want to invest ourselves in their life as well. Well, as you think of it, be praying for our campus directors, be praying for our discipleship staff as we move out of one semester and into the summer months, which is a huge time of of planning and a season of just preparation as we enter into our fall launch uh, going into the latter part of this year. We thank you for listening. Pray that you would join us again on our next episode of In Short.